God is all there is. How do you apply spiritual principle in the real world? What are your daily spiritual practices? These are the kinds of questions we'll talk about in this show. Your hosts, Leslie and Tracy, will share their experiences, but also want to learn from your insights, your questions, and your suggestions. So, don't just listen in. Call us with your comments. Welcome to Say Yes to Spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path. We are so glad you have joined us today. I'm Leslie. And I'm Tracy. And today we're talking about hope. Did I get the H word? I know it's all H's. It's all H's in the month of November 2011. And yes, this week it is all about hope. And um, if you've never listened to our show before, We'll just fill you in that there's no rhyme or reason or pattern to our themes for each week, except, or unless you think of a pattern being, we just make them up and pick words at random. And a uh, definition that might be a pattern. Yeah, a pattern of complete randomosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and we try to balance the the things that people might think of as directly related to spirituality and saying yes to spirit with words or topic things that really don't on the surface seem to have anything to do with spirit or God or spirituality. And we always find that by the end of our time together, we have figured out that there is nothing outside of God. Yeah, those are my favorite really that when you first write them down, I think, oh, how on earth could we talk an hour about saying yes to spirit and that? Exactly. So it really is interesting when you drill it down and when you really allow the conversation to percolate without any kind of expectation or direction, how deep you can go with really random things. Yes. But we also have a pattern of before yes. we get into the theme for the week, of uh, what we affectionately call connecting the dots with the last week's or the previous show's theme or topic. So last time we were together, the theme was help. Help and hope. And it is Leslie's <laughs> pure delight to connect the dots between help and hope. Let's say Leslie seems to have a need for that. I don't know that sometimes when it works really easily, it's my pure delight, but um, I do have an interest in doing that. And I remember last week we talked about um, help is only able to reach us if we allow it in. And mm-hmm. the whole concept of allowing and receiving. Yes. And I don't really know that that uh, works with hope. I'm really interested to talk about hope because I think hope is one of those topics that I grew up with that has always been a kind of a warm and fuzzy feeling for me and I think by the end of our time together I'm going to not feel so warm and fuzzy about it, but I don't know, that's just a thought. But in terms of um, receiving it or being open to it, I think traditionally hope is something I've even noticed lately that I um, and changed how I sign things instead of hoping something, but that's that's on to the topic. But I, I beyond beginning with H and perhaps in an old-fashioned way, hope has to do with being able to receive someone's good sentiment. I hope you're well. I hope you do well on the test. I hope you're happy, and your ability to receive my hope 
my desire to. Well, you know, I and I don't usually think much about this connected dot. But as you were talking, what hit me was when we talked about help last week and being open to receiving help. That that we talked about how it, it's we talked about asking for help. Yes. Acknowledging help, appreciating help, and um, and what just struck me was that when I ask for help, I am doing that from a place where I hope for a different outcome or a different experience. Mm. That I must have some vision of it can be better or this person can remove a barrier mm-hmm. to where I'm trying to go. And so in some ways, I'm trying now to think of an example, if, if I can think of any example where I asked for help but I didn't really hope for hmm, a better outcome or a better experience. And I, I don't think I would have on a conscious level connected those two. That's interesting, yeah. And maybe not. So when we get into hope and start comparing it with believing and right. intending, maybe knowing. it won't be and knowing, so maybe it won't be such a connection. But that's, as you were talking, that's what went through my mind, that I can't ask for help if I don't have a hope for something better, right? I love it when you participate in the Connect the Dot segment. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen very um, much enough, except for me to encourage you. Exactly right. <laughs> except for you to pitch it to me. I'm like, oh, right. Yes, <laughs> but I do like doing it, so thank you for playing along. <laughs> okay, let's take a little break, and we will come right back and talk about hope on Say Yes to Spirit. Welcome back to Say Yes to Spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path. Our theme this week is hope. And uh, if you noticed on the website, we asked two questions with this show. What do you hope for? And are hope and faith the same thing? Mm. So sometime during the hour, we will talk about those two things. And we'd love to hear from you if you have um, a desire to share what it is that you hope for, or your opinion on our hope and faith the same thing. Hope and faith the same thing. And when you read that sentence, I thought, isn't that interesting? And I would have to say my initial reaction was yes. And then when I thought about it, I thought, no, 
Yeah, it's not at all. <laughs> That's all I like about myself. I don't really ever commit to something one way or the other. But um, I, I said before the break that I've started changing how I send emails or, or end um, letters or something. I would always traditionally say, I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're having a, you know, a happy weekend or something like that. And now I'm starting to either put I trust or I know. I know you're having a good weekend. I trust you are well. But you don't know that. Well, I can know that. In the higher evolution of everything is right, don't you think? Practitioner extraordinaire? Whatever. You don't think that I can know that? I'm really curious. Well, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I can know that whatever is happening in your life, you are living the highest and best, or you are living out an experience of living, of life, mm-hmm. and that and the total experience of life has highs, and what we, from a human perspective, perceive as highs and lows, mm-hmm. but I can know that no matter how you perceive it, your life is unfolding exactly the way it should. Right. But I can't know that you are having a good day because you're the only one who gets to decide whether it's good or bad or in or out. See, I've pondered, I guess you haven't received one of my emails. But I, no, you uh, don't email me. Yeah, because I've, I've been interested in how, how it's been received. Because I thought, well, what would I say if I read that? Like, what is that son of a gun saying? You know, how they know what's going on my day. I'm going to remember the bad day. So <laughs> my, my hope is that when they read that, it will kind of jolt them back into, all right. All is good at the end of, you know, this will all work out. That the, 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 the um, affirming it as true will I know come back you're on. having a good day. I know or I trust. I trust. Well, I, I trust is a whole other story. Um, I know that you are having a good day. For me, it doesn't resonate, but I, you know, it would be interesting to ask. I'm curious. Email, yeah. You don't email me. Right. I mean, right. No. Maybe I should try that. <laughs> and so I, I don't know. I, well, I was thinking, what, what would have me if you, if somebody signed their email? I know that. Well, I know that God only wants the best for you, or only has. I know your life is full of goodness. That would that would be fine because even if I'm not feeling it right now, it would remind me. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I know life is all good. Maybe I know life is all good. Know life is, is all good. Mm-hmm. It depersonalizes it from. I know that me you are having a good day. Yeah. I could imagine my. Re- I could imagine if I sent you an email and I said, "I know you're having a good day." that you would call me and say, well, you are wrong. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened to me. How dare you assume I haven't had a good day in years. So when you said, or I trust, this is a side story that has nothing to do with hope, except it follows mm-hmm. your example. Mm-hmm. So um, I live in the city of Dallas. I get a water, uh, water and utility services bill from the city of Dallas every month, 
And most of the time, I pay that bill online. Oh. And so on the when you go to the City of Dallas uh, Utility Services website, after you make a payment or when you log out of the system, even if you just go to check your balance or whatever, a screen comes up and it says something like, I trust you will, it's something like, I trust you will enjoy your service from the city or I trust you will return to, to see us again or something. And every, you know, and I can't remember, right, because every time I log out and I see this, I trust blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, you all are so wrong, and why would you trust <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. You know, so I yeah. think it's something about, I trust that you will enjoy the service you receive from, you know, or something like that. Like, well, I don't know. I trust that you got good service. It's, it's Whatever it is, it makes me go, trust is just not the right word there. So it has nothing to do with this conversation. Let's move on. But it, is, it, is, it, it does follow with the I hope or I wish or I assume. You know, it does sound sort of um, pretentious isn't the right word. Presumption, presumptive. Is that a good word? Yes. And uh, that, that, that may not be taken you well, know, I just think if I'm having a good day, if I'm having a good day, then I'm going to say you're right. And if I'm if I'm having what feels like to me it's not a good day, mm -hmm. I'm likely to then be reminded of all the ways I'm not and think I need to convince you and tell you. Mm. But I think the I think why it really triggers for me is when you're doing prayer for someone, when you're doing affirmative prayer, mm -hmm. um, one of the things that's easy to do but not wise to do is when when we're affirming what we know to be true about the essential nature, essential spiritual nature of someone, mm -hmm. to say it as like um, someone has called and they are asking for prayer because they are really nervous because they have a doctor's appointment tomorrow and they are anticipating that they're going to be told they have cancer or whatever, something serious. And so if I'm in doing the treatment and I say, I know that Tracy is not nervous or Tracy has no anxiety, then I'm denying the, the actual experience. You know, I trust that Tracy is, is fine. I can say I know that Tracy is guided and guarded by God. There's peace and, 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 and actual oneness life. of that, that her essential nature is mm -hmm. one of peace. And I denied any power of any anxiety or doubt or fear that she experiences to be stronger than the peace of God, which is her essential nature. Mm -hmm. So I can do that, but I can't say just, you know, I know that Tracy has no anxiety. When that's exactly what's presenting. Mm -hmm. Or I know that Tracy does not have cancer, because that's not really the issue even though people will ask you to pray for them and say, you know, pray that I don't have, make, make, you know, make the cancer go away. 
so-and-so, or I don't want that. You know, I don't want whatever I'm afraid about. Mm -hmm. So, it's, I don't know, I just think it's a fine line because sometimes you do say things that we believe and know for people or we hope for people. Um, and and it's a fine line about are you claiming it for them or are you challenging them? Yeah, I think I'm doing both when I sign it like that. <laughs> yes, and you know, that's the other thing. If you're sending an email to people who know you, then yeah. they know you well enough <laughs> to know that that's what you're doing. Right, right. It is interesting, though. I had, I had not thought about this topic before today, and it's been about a month now. Every time I write the word hope, I'm thinking, it's just such a weak word. Ah, I need to make that stronger. Now, that was my initial, you know, oh, behind changing it in the emails. Because okay, so why is hope such a weak word? Let's actually talk about the topic, right? Right, why not? So why is hope such a weak word? Hope seems like, oh, I hope. It might not work out, but I hope it does. Which is, oh, no, it's going to work out. might not work out like you expect it to, but it's going to work out okay. You know, hope just feels like a hot air balloon. It's really well, pretty, and it's really mm -hmm. nice to look at it, and we're used to, you know, saying it, and it certainly has its place because it's so... <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's a nice word. Good word. Good. Good for you, word. At the end of the day, me hoping doesn't do a lot for you. Well, you know, I, I think I agree with you because I don't use the word hope very much. I, just like I train myself out of using the word try, mm -hmm. kind of for the same reason. You know, are you going to try to do it or are you going to do it? Right. And so are you going to hope that things change or are you going to set a clear intention? Are you going to take action? Right. Are you going to step forward in faith? Right. And that's no. a different thing. So hope, and I, I hadn't thought much about this either before, um, before we started the show today. So... Yeah, hope it kind of puts the action outside of yourself. Right. And since I know for you accountability is such a big <laughs> trigger, right. um, right. you know, or that whatever anyone says they're going to do, then what's the accountability? So if I'm just hoping, then there it begs for there to be a follow-up question Right. Of what will you now do? Right. What is yours to do? If you hope for the world to be a better place, right. then what is yours to do? What is Alan on the CrossFit program central sort of saying about, you know, we expect the best or we expect, we expect the highest good or something like that, but you still have to shower. You know, mm -hmm. there's still some action required in, in all of it. And, um, but I like the idea of hope being the same thing as faith. Now, if I perceive hope as faith, that might be different. But I don't think I see those two words as the same. I see faith is specifically in faith in my divine nature, expressing itself in the divine nature surrounding me. 
I would have faith in, you know, my spiritual mentor's treatments for me. I don't hope. So I should faith and hope is two different things. I do too. We answered that question. I feel good about that. When we we move on then. Yes, yes, yes. And we don't care if you disagree with us. Don't call us. Don't call us. But we are clear. Hope and faith are not the same thing. That's what we think. And yeah, you know, it's interesting. I'm really passionate when I get onto a thought or what I believe, and then it's always so interesting to me when I hear someone equally as passionate with the exact opposite belief, which is usually you. But when it's not you, then there are other people, and I'm always kind of fascinated by that because then that to me, and we kind of talked about that. It doesn't really matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what your it's the, that you believe. I'm sure everything is right as long as you fully believe it. It's not causing anyone else harm. But you know, beliefs are such interesting things, and I think that a belief is very different than a hope. Yes. Poor hope. I'm feeling sort of sorry for it now as a word. Hope seems so shiny and sweet, but kind of weepy. It's visual and fluffy and. Like cotton candy. Exactly like cotton candy. When you eat it, it's just gone. Oh, after you say it, it's just nothing. It holds no meaning. Wow, that was a good metaphor, Tracy Brown. I hope you will remember I that. Love, I love. We should. I think that would be offensive if we did bumper stickers. Hope is like cotton candy. <laughs> you know, I think that's an interesting thing. There's a whole. I think that would be offensive to people to think that we, that we don't want to give hope. Because it's, there's something in the Star Spangled Matter or something. And she's almost like a thread of our country, that we are the country of hope. People come here because, you know, they're going to have a better life. And, you know, that's, that's a great example because when we use it in that context, it always has the picture of this is the country where you can hope for a better life and execute it. And and immediately after that phrase, people talk about coming and, you know, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and being able to start your own business and own your own home. It's always linked in that context to you can take, as long as you take action, there's mm-hmm. hope for you to have a better life. Mm-hmm. It's not ever a, you come to the U.S. and hope for a better life and it's just handed to you. Mm-hmm. And so in that regard, I mean, it's, it mirrors what we said before, that so often we use the word hope as if, oh, I just hope that will happen, and we put the power for change outside of our lives. But when we do talk about it as our national or cultural value, that this is a place for hope, it is always linked to individual and group, small group or community action. But I think in our everyday conversations and usage, Mm -hmm. most of the time we don't do that. We think of hope as magic. Yes. I hope I get a new job next week. It's very difficult. I hope I get a job and I hope I get a new job before the end of the year. It's very different than 
I know I'm mm -hmm. going to do everything I can to get a new job between now and the end of the year. Or I believe that with the interviews I've done on the resumes I've sent out, the calls I've made that I will have a new job before the end of the year. I mean, that's really different than I hope I'll have a new job by the end of the year. Yeah, believe is an interesting word, too. And we had that show on believe. But believe and hope kind of sometimes can run kind of like hope and faith. So there's a lot of words that sort of, I think their intention is almost to be the same thing, but when you drill it down, they're very different. And what was the first question about hope? What do you hope for? Oh. <laughs> Maybe that's part of my thing with hope, because, you know, I don't, I don't want to hope for anything. I want to do something. I want to get something. I just don't want to hope it. You know, that's funny. When I hear that question, what do you hope for? Wow. In the context of what we've already said, it makes total sense, because if we had not had the conversation and someone walked up to me and said, what do you hope for? I would more likely say things that I already know are out of my personal individual control. I hope for world peace. I hope that mm. everyone who is homeless has a home. Mm. I hope that people who are hungry have food. And, and I see all of those things as being out of my individual control. Oh, right. Whereas if you ask me what intentions are you setting, mm -hmm. then, and let's say that one of my passions was that no one is homeless and everyone, you know, needs a home, has a safe, warm place to go home and get a good night's sleep, then an intention for me would be, okay, I can't change that for everybody, but in 2012, I'm going to volunteer mm. with Habitat for Humanity, or I'm going to volunteer with a homeless shelter providing um, job search skills or communication skills that will help people get jobs so that they could get home. You take action. Yeah, so for me, intentions, you know, relate to all of that. Is that different than hope? Your intention, you're saying. Well, yeah, because for me, that's the weakness of hope, yes. that it puts the power outside to do anything outside of you, mm -hmm. and that somebody else is going to fix it, or mm -hmm. somebody else's job to fix it. Often, in a spiritual context, we'll hope for something, and we think God, outside of ourselves, up in the sky, you know, we'll take care of that. Mm -hmm. And so we hope it'll get better. And so, yeah, the kind of things I hope for are so much bigger than me, and I don't see my direct role. Because mm -hmm. when I'm talking about what I want to change in my own individual life, or what I want to commit to in my own individual life, I don't use hope. So, so, so you don't either. I mean, even before we started this conversation, yeah. that's, that's already kind of been taken out of your like try. You already kind of taken that out. I'm just kind of starting to to kind of ponder that and to kind of purge it out. And it's really been fascinating because it started with me in terms of writing it and thinking, oh, that sounds so weak. I don't hope they're having a good.
good day. By golly, I trust you're having a good day. I know you're having a good day. If you're not having a good day, snap out of it. <laughs> Make a different choice. Make a different choice. So we ask our hope and faith to sing. What about hope and wish? Our oh, wish is even weaker than hope, isn't it? Yes, no. They would be they would be more the same. Wish. Yeah, I see wish, poor wish. That's even a weaker word than hope. <laughs> but you could use it the same way. I wish you having I wish for you a good day. I wish for you happiness and it's kind of a holiday word, isn't it? I wish you a Merry Christmas. I, I wish you a happy year. You would bring me five dollars. <laughs> so yes, I'm saying unfortunately for wish. And it is a four-letter word. So there's just a lot going against hope and wish are both four-letter words. And you would notice that, yes. But I know is also a four-letter word. No. It is. That's interesting. I don't know where else to go with that, but that's very interesting to me. They're all four-letter words. And that's funny you would say that out loud because I was thinking, well, I don't know what we do with that. And now I'm thinking, what other good words are for a better word besides no? Like, what other words that we use? Pray is a four letter P R A Y. P R A Y. Pray, not prayer. Okay. It's like prayer in heaven. It's a four letter word. Oh, that's really Maybe we should do a show on four letter words. Yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. See, I like that. Change the whole... Right, forget the rest. Forget hope. We're done with hope. Right, we're going to talk about hope. Poor hope. Poor hope didn't really sustain me. Well, well does Ernest Holmes have anything to say about hope? Of course, Ernest uh, Holmes has lots of things to say about hope. Let's see, which one do we want to start with? <laughs> uh, I don't know about that one. Let's see. Okay, let's start with that one. Ernest Holmes. Now, Ernest Holmes is? Ernest Holmes is the founder of the Science of Mind, the Philosophy of Faith, the Way of Life. And this is in the textbook that summarizes all the principles in Science of Mind. And it says, uh, hope is good. It is better than despair. But it is a subtle illusion, and it's an unconscious compromise. Ooh. Now, what does that mean, an unconscious compromise? Well, to me, it means what I've been saying, even though I hadn't made the connection. It's an unconscious compromise when I hope for something that I think somebody out there or some god or some spirit or some magic is going to... So I compromise... I compromise my authenticity and my willingness to do anything mm. by, and unconsciously, because I'm really saying the power for that to happen is out there. But, but it's a compromise because you're giving away your responsibility and power and, or even your sense of who you are. You're denying your divine inheritance because you're, you're giving over to a belief system that says something or someone from the outside can rush in and be the savior of me, and that's compromising or diminishing my own 
oneness with God. Oneness with God, divine expression. Yeah. So it's a subtle illusion and an unconscious compromise. But it is better than despair. It is better than despair. Yeah, and I, I agree choice, with that. Yeah, if we have a choice, we'll take hope over despair, which is not a four-letter word. Because if I can hope for something, mm-hmm. um, uh, it's like when you think about the law of attraction and the Abraham Hicks ladder of, you know, the ladder where you're moving up the ladder. Yep. So, okay, hope may not be the ideal because I'm not in a, in a position to take action. Right. But it is much better than being despairing uh, in desperation or depression or, you know, if I can hope, that means I do have some vision that it can be better. Right. And then I move up a couple more steps on the ladder and I realize, what can I do mm-hmm. that helps move in that direction? So, so in that sense, it is so much better than despair. Right. And it certainly does, you know, not for me now because I've just taken it so to the nth degree in my mind. But if someone didn't have that feeling about it that I did, saying, you know, I hope for a better tomorrow, I, you know, I'm sober today, I hope I stay sober tomorrow, that may generate that same belief system that for them absolutely gets them into knowing. Exactly. So I guess that's the 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 actual thing to keep in mind is the honoring of, you know, whatever the word means to each individual person. And then not having it have to be the same for everyone. My uh Mother believes that vitamin C cured or put her lupus in remission. She was diagnosed with lupus probably in the late well, mid 90s, I guess, and she was in the hospital for like 109 days. I mean, she was in the hospital forever. And then they finally diagnosed it as lupus, and they wanted to put her on steroids. They wanted to do all this medical treatment, and she said no. She'd seen some of the physical effects steroids had had on my dad, and so. She started taking high doses of vitamin C, and she would tell us all, I know this vitamin C is going to take care of my lupus. That's not, not going to bother me. I know this vitamin And my sisters and I are like, she's a nut. But, you know, we never said that to her. We all were like, oh, great, Mom. And I tell you, within three years, her, her vitamin C, her lupus has been in remission for 15 years. And still, she takes these high doses of vitamin C, and that is her belief. And it worked like any belief does. It worked. Because she fully believed it. You know, she didn't hope it. She fully believed it. I love that as an example. And she may have used the word hope, but it was a full 100% belief, expectation that that was going to take care of it. So, if those listening and other people have a strong feeling about hope and love it and make it it, it it seems like a real active word. It seems like there's something really powerful behind it. Absolutely continue using it and manifesting from it. I just cannot let this moment pass Uh-oh. without acknowledging something. Yes. Uh-huh. So usually or frequently, not usually, frequently, I am the one who is saying, you know, it really is okay if people believe whatever they believe and they don't have to agree with me because I am, you know, the diversity and inclusion expert who really believes that 
there are many different ways to get to the same end. And so what works for you may not work for me. Well, another one that says, I am the way, I am the light, I am the know what I know. And, you'll and you be better great. agree with me. Oh, more frequently your stance, not always, uh -huh, uh -huh. but much more frequently. And so I simply cannot let this That's moment go un unnoticed and unacknowledged. Unaffirmed. That uh, it is so refreshing. Yes. To hear you say with conviction that if someone wants to use hope as a positive inspiration for themselves from their perspective that right. it is really okay for them. Right. And I'm sure they feel better having my permission to do it. Well, yeah, then there is that. <laughs> but yes, but that is true. And, you know, I tell you, you know, there's passion that just wells up within me, and I get so fired up about something, I know I know it, and I want to make sure everybody knows it. But everybody knows it in a different way. So, absolutely. Hope can be a positive four-letter word. We find that with a lot of the shows anyway, the whole idea of words are often inefficient carriers yes. of meaning. Yes. So depending on what our experience has been and um, how we interpret the word, and, and we have had that come up a lot, especially, um, well, I was going to say especially when we are taking words that are not necessarily connected with religion or spiritual. spiritual. Mm -hmm. But we have even just as much with those words as well. Sometimes, yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Because it depends on, on what you've been exposed to. Great. So how about if we uh, take a little break and then we will come back and uh, talk a little more about hope and saying yes to spirit and spiritual practices. Spiritual practices, right. All right, we'll be right back. encouraging you on your spiritual path, us on our spiritual path. Tracy Brown had to go to a workshop, so I'm going to finish up here and we'll end a little early today. We had just talked about maybe spiritual practices and connecting uh, what spiritual practice might help with hope, help with hope. And um, I really kind of liked where we ended up in terms of having uh, the understanding, the clear understanding that the word hope absolutely means whatever it means to the individual saying it. And um, since I have a feeling about that word that it is not a strong word, it's not a um, word of conviction, 
then if I would use it, then I would be giving myself that feeling of not being convicted. Um, if my mother or someone else that uses that word often and uses it with conviction, then it's the conviction itself that does the trick. And I think in terms of a spiritual practice or using affirmations, um, I kind of consider affirmative prayer using affirmations as as one of those things that it's about the conviction, it's about the belief. And as long as whatever I'm saying, I I hold the feeling behind and the depth of the experience that I want to be having, if I'm um, really certain of it, that conviction is what it, what does the does the trick, so to speak. And um, I think you can look at terms of hope being a word that um, really just like everything else in life, it just depends on how we think about it and how we um, really feel about it. And when saying yes to spirit, using it as a bridge to getting from my human experience more in line with my divine expression experience and kind of making that transition from getting at what's the human thing going on here and then what's the spiritual thing that I could take from it. And I think that's it. I think we're going to end early because that's all that there is to really consider about hope. So we're going to let everyone think about their conviction with the individual word and the conviction with each individual phrase or word that we use. Again, um, understanding that if someone else says, oh, this is the perfect thing to do, or this is the way to be, or this is the thing to think, if it doesn't wear well with me, then um, I should not take that on. Um, and there has been time, have been times in my life where someone suggested something to me and I didn't fit or feel good at the beginning, but it, I tried it, I wore it for a while, and then it it did feel good. So there's, there is that as well be open to new ideas and to try them on, wear them for a while, but if you wear it for a while and it doesn't wear well, I like that, and uh, certainly don't don't take on things that don't fit for you. All right, well, thanks for listening to this edition of Say Yes to Spirit, and if you're listening live, happy Saturday. If you're listening in the archive, we will look forward to talking with you again soon. Until we do, remember to say Yes, to spirit.